You're listening to the OCD and Anxiety Show, episode number 99. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about helping a loved one with OCD and anxiety. We're going to continue this series. Um, And specifically today, we're going to talk about the importance of identifying OCD as that common enemy in the room that we're both facing. And so often what happens is, is that OCD is really good at being invisible, right? And and oftentimes we start to look at the other person uh, who in, in our relationship, whether we're the person that has OCD or the person helping, um, we start to look at them as the problem and not realizing that there's this invisible third party in the room that, um, that we're both facing together. And when we can remember that and anchor in that, we can actually begin to use this to work together and collaborate and even deepen our relationship with each other. So um, yeah, so in this episode, we're going to really dive into the importance of identifying OCD and really anchoring in that for long-term recovery. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles that will help you on your journey to recovery. Because once you apply the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform and restore your mind and body. And when we heal as individuals, we can promote that healing into our families and communities and ultimately create a better world for everyone from the inside out. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right, hello and welcome to this episode where we're gonna talk about how to help a loved one with OCD and anxiety. And we're gonna talk about this idea of maintaining our focus on the common enemy, right? And so for those of you that don't know me, my name's Matt Cotty and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds and the creator of the AAA Response. And in this episode, I really wanna talk about the importance of grounding the team, so to speak, or the family unit on the common goal and the common enemy that we are all facing. Um, Because a lot of times, you know, what can happen is, you know, when our loved one is dealing with OCD and anxiety. And so just by the way, if if this is, um, if you're new to this series, you know, we've been building on this series, right? So the series is all about family members and, um, and loved ones, how they can support someone who has OCD. And so if you're if you have OCD, this is a good thing to share with your family. Um, and if you are a loved one of someone with OCD, please make sure you listen to these in order because um, you know they kind of build on themselves. So, you know, we talked about the idea of taking care of yourself. We've talked about the idea of reassurance. We've talked about the idea of what to do when things get are getting emotional um, or you know, really heightened emotions are rising up. And now I want to just talk about a really simple kind of idea, um, but but very important. And it's the idea of reminding ourselves what the real problem is, right? We talked about obviously the goal, reminding ourselves what the goal is, but also who we're all fighting against. Because, you know, one of the things that I think OCD and anxiety does very well is it when we're looking at stuff through that lens, we villainize each other, right? So what I mean by that is, is that if someone, let's say, is asking their mother or father for reassurance and they have OCD and that's their big compulsion that they do, and then the mother and father says, well, you know, they're just being so annoying because, you know, they just keep asking me the same question. I've told them the answer like 1,200 times and they just keep asking and keep asking. And they start to look at the 
you know, their child as like, you know, a nuisance and, and ultimately start to get resentful. And then the person with OCD starts to get, you know, upset with their parents because they're not giving them the answer to get them the relief. What can happen is you start to really look at each other in a very skewed, negative way. And this creates a lot of tension and friction and problems in family structures. And we need to remember that it's never the family member that is the problem either way, right? So from the child to the parent or the parent to the child or the husband to the wife or the wife to the husband or, you know, whatever, husband to husband, it doesn't matter. The, the point is, or, or even, um, you know, brothers and sisters, right? What, whatever it is, it's not the person, right? And we need to remember that. Like what we're, what we're frustrated about is the behavior that we're experiencing, okay? So one of the things that we can always do is remind ourselves that is the behavior is what's causing us frustration, not the person. Because if you think it's the person, what you'll do oftentimes is you'll end up saying things that are hurtful and attacking the individual themselves. But you're not frustrated at the individual, you're frustrated at the person. Just in the same way, so so calling out the, I, I think I said that right, you're, you're frustrated at the behavior is what I was trying to say. Um, so so in any parent out there and, and you know anyone else, you know if you're not a parent, it's okay. We can, we can acknowledge this, but when your child is doing something that is frustrating to you, it's important to call out the behavior and explain that the behavior is frustrating with you because you don't want them to think that they are the frustration. It's what they're doing, how they're choosing to behave. And when you can identify it as a behavior, right, and, and really state that that's the thing you're frustrated at, what that does is that it kind of, you know, it's changeable, right? I mean, it's something we can address. When it's the person, it's like, well, if they think they're the problem, I mean, you see how they're gonna get defensive of that. A behavior though, I mean, we can start to understand it because we can change our behavior, right? We can actually alter that, which means we can work to solve the problem together. So identifying the behavior as the issue, whichever one, is important. So, and this can go both, both ways. Like I said, if the person's asking you for reassurance, you can say like, look, man, it's really frustrating me that you keep asking me the same question because I know this is making you worse. And even the person with OCD can be articulate enough to say, hey, look, I get really stressed when you don't give me reassurance because my anxiety's heightened up. Okay, so that's what you're frustrated about, great. But now we know that, and because we can identify that common enemy that we are both facing that is, is the invisible enemy in the room called OCD and anxiety, well then what we can do is we can work together to overcome that. Right, we can actually align ourselves against that. Right, one of the most conniving things that OCD does is it pins people against each other. Now, I don't know if you guys, um, I was gonna say a reference from the show Game of Thrones, um, but Sansa and Arya are these two sisters, and this guy, um, his name's escaping me right now, but um, but he's trying to pin the sisters against each other, and they kind of realize it and ultimately like kind of trap them. But it's the same kind of thing, like OCD is very good at pinning people against each other without ever even realizing that it's happening. And once we can remember that we have this common enemy, right, we can actually work to come together and, act, and actually can bring us closer to work against it, right? And so um, just reminding yourself of that common enemy that we're both facing and that it's impacting both of us. I think that's the thing to, re to remind the person is like, they aren't the only person struggling, right? And and because you want to support them in their long term, like we want to align with them on that common long term goal of recovery. So hopefully that's hopefully that makes sense because um, again, it's it's so powerful once you can identify that common enemy and identify that third party in the room that no one sees, 
and realizing that it's kind of pinning you guys against each other. Um, I just I just know so many times when I've sat down with like family units, I've come out into like, you know, one of the things I do is come out to houses and like give presentations and stuff to really just help identify all the different accommodations and all the ways that everyone can support each other. I mean, it, it's such an eye-opening experience when we um, can really identify that OCD. That's why often, you know, I'll teach people to name the OCD, right? To give it that name, to really personify it in many ways so that we understand what we're working against. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I'll keep this episode pretty short and straightforward. Um, but uh, for those of you that are looking for additional resources and help, we have some right down in the notes um, below, and you have some over at RestoredMinds.com where we're here to help you with OCD and anxiety. That's what we do all day, every day. So we have our, you know, our digital programs as well as our coaching services. Um, so if that's something that you're looking for, like please head over to RestoredMinds.com and uh, contact us. And also please um, help us out by giving us a like, a subscribe, and, and even sharing this on your social platforms because this really helps get that information out to people that are struggling um, because this isn't something that has to be a life sentence. Like this is a loop that you can break and it really is just about having the right skill set and right tools in your tool belt. So thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope you guys have a great week. And I look forward to seeing you in the last part of this series where we're going to talk about what to do when a loved one won't get help. So see you guys over there and I'll have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and leaving a review, I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, we have several resources to support you over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down below in the notes. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.